0: It's Food for Thought with Dr. Phil Knight.
1: We're back, Jerry. So we were in the last segment talking about the article that was in Crane's Detroit Business that came out and um, entitled Suburban Poverty is on the Rise in Metro Detroit. And it had some interesting articles, and you pulled out a few of the uh, numbers there of the number of people who are struggling at or below the poverty line. And I have to tell you that, you know, I read this article, and I wrote a... Letter to the editor about their article, and uh, that's they're going to publish that as an op-ed coming up um, sometime soon. And uh, I just, and the reason I felt like compelled to to write back to them was because of the self sufficiency study, the standard that we released last month that you referred to in the last uh, segment. And and it's and here's why I wrote to them, it's the wrong measuring stick. The, the the Cranes' business Detroit business article uses the official poverty measure to 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 measure whether people are in poverty or need help or don't need help, and my point and our point at the food bank council is that it's the wrong measuring stick, because you've got plenty of families living in the metropolitan Detroit area in the entire state of Michigan that are above the poverty level and nowhere close to being self sufficient. Yeah, so you've got a. 6 foot measuring stick for a 12 foot pool. Well, that's exactly right. That's exactly you, you the numbers that you pulled out of this article from Crane's Detroit Business this is, is are staggering, right? And I hate to be like, you know, the midnight rider here, but they're far they those numbers are far worse and they're far different. We, because the measuring stick that we're using, the official poverty measure is more than 60 years old. It only measures uh, food and then for and, and that accounts for one third of a person' a family's budget, and the other two thirds are just kind of lumped there together, whereas in the self sufficiency standard, we break those down according to like the ages and the number of children because if you have a preschooler and a school age child that's way different than having two middle schoolers or two high schoolers particularly that don't need child care, for instance, and Michigan happens to be one of the most expensive states in the entire United States. For child care?
0: Yeah, uh, so I'm looking at the, the self-sufficiency standard. It's right in front of me. So the official poverty measure, and this this is uh, uh, the, the fact of the matter, says that food is one-third of a typical household budget. But in fact, that's just not true anymore. So the poverty measure would say that if a third of your budget is food, You would need $2,025 a month to meet your whole budgetary needs, whereas the self-sufficiency standard proved that, in fact, what people need is $5,208 a month and this is, by the way, two adults with one infant and one preschooler. That's, the, that's that particular household example. Right. So that particular household doesn't need $2,025 a month, which is what the official poverty measure says. What they really need is $5,208 a month just to cover their basic needs without needing any other help. Yeah. That's more than double <laughs> what the official poverty measure says for that household.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's the wrong measuring stick. And, until, right. and you know, I'm, I'm just going back to my mentor here with John Maxwell, who says the first responsibility of leadership is to define reality. Well, that's what we're talking about here. And you're using the wrong measuring stick in the person or in the shape of the official poverty measure that just simply does not measure. correct. OK, so what it measures is it's not even correct. You know, and I had this discussion earlier this week with some colleagues to talk about the difference philosophically between something that's correct but not accurate.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. That's right.
1: You know, and and what you just illustrated is the official poverty measure is not only, it's not even correct. Right.
0: It was a help at the time. And so when you go back and, and you look at what was happening at the time when the official poverty measure was being used, you have to respect that government was trying to create programs for the first time, and they needed some way to decide how big those programs needed to be. And so they developed the official poverty measure, and it was a huge step forward, huge. Well, that was a long time ago. That was in the 60s right. or the 50s. And so now we, we've just learned a lot more. We know that household expenses, especially for people with children, don't line up the same way. It's, you know, things are a little bit different than they were 40, 50 years ago and so we got to look more carefully at it and we have and we have and by doing that we're going to provide better services to people when they need it at the level they need it and that's the goal so so i think your point was time to admit it and i think you had some specific calls to action and i and i want to
1: hear them so i think that I'm, you know, I think that some of the huge, large organizations, Food Bank Council of Michigan being one of those, not just here in the state, but nationwide, Feeding America, our parent national organization, but lots of other, they need to join this chorus. And I yeah. really think we need to to challenge the administration in Washington to to define reality for exactly for what it is. And, 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 and thank, as you said, thankful for the official poverty measure from, from then until now. But now it's time for something new. and and implement the self-sufficiency standard in place of the official poverty measure. And let's do the studies. Let's pilot this. Let's determine its effectiveness against the official poverty measure, and let's define reality once and for all. So now we know exactly how much help do people need, who needs that help, and for how long. So that's our real call to action on that. Look, we've got about 30 seconds left here, so let me give you the last word.
0: Well, the last word is another great conversation with people doing amazing work in Washtenaw County. Um, It's good to remember that poverty and hunger and food insecurity exist in every community in Michigan, and that there are smart and capable people working with new tools and better ways to get this problem solved.
1: So here's some food for thought. There is a sentiment that says, talk is cheap. Not so. Talk is only cheap when all you do is talk. But talking conversing is critical to the creation of ideas and ideas once vetted can help create solutions. Talk isn't cheap, it's valuable. It's valuable because it gives voice to our thoughts. And I think our thoughts should be big, bold, and know no boundaries. John Maxwell once said, a minute of thought is worth an hour of talk. Well, Jerry and I are going to keep talking, keep thinking and taking action in an effort to help our network complete this big, bodacious idea of helping everyone who struggles with hunger to have the access they need to become food secure. Come back and join us next week here on Food for Thought. Food for
0: Thought has been a presentation of Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan and the Food Bank Council of Michigan, creating a food secure state.